Don't make a sound. Up with your hands. What the? Inside, huh? Sir, it's the mask man. Uh, get him. Keep him covered, Tonto. We'll get out of here fast now. That's right. Had the safes open. Yeah, this will be enough. There's $50,000 in that bag. We'll take your word for it. hearty cry of Hyo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger and Tonto raced out of town with the sheriff as a prisoner long before any effective pursuit could be organized. They headed into the tangled wilderness of the hills above Warren City and did not draw rain until their camp was reached. Hey, Silver, you can get out of it, Bob. Oh, that was some ride. This is our camp. You're going to be our guest here for a few days. Your guest, huh? Yes. You won't consider yourself a prisoner. That is, after I've explained everything. I'm beginning to put two and two together already. Oh, are you? A masked man and an engine called Tonto. A white horse called Silver. Now, if he was to show me a ring like I heard Matt Kirby talk about, I could make a pretty good guess as to who you are. A ring like this? Yeah. Does it have a uh, secret compartment in it? Yes, it does. Just like Matt said. You're the Lone Ranger. Ah. Oh, but this is still going to take a lot of explaining. I'm not a bad sort of hombre. I've always tried to do my duty. Can't figure out how I got in your bad books. Oh, you haven't, Bob. You see, we were in town last night, and we heard everything. When uh, Saul Gardner made his speech? That's right. Me here, men in cafe, scheme to take rifle. Well, those rifles won't be necessary. We took you prisoner to prevent bloodshed. And also to prove to the townspeople just how much they need you. I don't savvy. Well, the first thing I want is a list of all the honest men who dislike you because you come from the South. There's a whole lot of them. The most important ones, then. Especially the ones who own stores or businesses. Oh, well, I, uh, I guess uh, Bank of Henderson would come first. Good. I don't feel good about it. Go on. McNamara, Corwin, Bachelor. 
Oh, and then, of course, you saw Gardner himself. He owns the biggest store in town. Oh, that's fine. Don't you understand how I feel about it? I think so. You're giving all those men protection. They don't realize what a good job you've done. It's up to us to make them. But how? By giving them a taste of what might happen with another man in your place. We'll, uh, we'll start with the bank. Huh? Tonto and I are going to hold it up tonight. You're going to... The Lone Ranger's going to hold up the bank? I don't worry. No one will be hurt. The money we take will be just to save here's in town. You say nobody will be hurt. What about you? Now, we'll have to move fast, of course. I'll say you will. But it's worth the chance. After the bank, we'll pay calls on the others. We'll, uh... Save Gardner for last. Well, not all in one night. No, we'll take one night for each of them. Well, that's even worse. After the bank holdup, there won't be a man in town without a gun. They'll shoot first and ask questions afterwards. The only one we're afraid of is Matt Kirby. Matt Kirby? Well, he's the only one who knows you. That's just it. He might recognize us and tell the others who we are. We want these holdups to seem genuine. Oh. You'll, uh, you'll have to warn him in advance, Tonto. Uh-huh. His cabin's on the edge of town. You'll be able to reach it without being seen once it's dark. Not plenty easy. I'll wait for you near his cabin, and then, as soon as he's been warned, I'll, uh, we'll go to work. Early that afternoon, Ace Johnson called on Kimberly in his room at the hotel and described the capture of the sheriff. When he confessed his bewilderment, how does it add up, Kimberly? Mask hombre was an outlaw, sure. He might have had it in for Dixon. But if that's so, why didn't he shoot him? It was awful risky taking him prisoner. <laughs> what difference does it make? You, uh, you got what you wanted. How's that? Well, Dixon's gone. You'll have to appoint a new sheriff. You're smart, Kimberly. I figure I can lay my cards on the table with you. Yeah, go ahead. Well, it won't do us any good if they appoint somebody that's honest. Not even as honest as uh, you? As me? <laughs> Why not? We don't need those rifles now. It ought to work out fine. You could invite every gunman in the country to make his headquarters here. And you could collect from every one of them. Well, yeah, but... It's I... Saul Gardner who'll have the most to say about the appointment. You listen to me, Ace. <laughs> I'd like to bet $10,000 you'll be wearing a badge before dark. <laughs> Ten o'clock that night, the Lone Ranger was waiting for Tonto outside of town. Steady, Silver. It's coming down. Hi, Kimosabe. Find Matt at home? Uh, me tell him what you say. They're bad news. What kind of news? Ace Johnson, sheriff now. Railroad men not like that. You can't blame them. Matt Fred, town run wide open now. Plenty fight. Plenty men get hurt. Outlaws steal from railroad. It isn't bad news, Tonto. It's good. Even if Ace weren't crooked, he's incompetent. That's going to make our job easier. Come on, Silver. Get him up. Just take a seat anyway, Sheriff. What? Oh, yeah. I'm not used to the new title. Now, the reason I've asked you to come over to the bank tonight is so that you can see for yourself how much we need in the way of protection. Uh-huh. This building was never meant for a bank. And you'd be amazed at the amount of money we have here. Is that so? It's because of the railroad, naturally. Now, I want a deputy on duty here day and night. 
necessary, we'll pay his salary. Where do you keep all this money? In that safe over there? <laughs> Most of it. Why isn't it locked? Oh, I was just checking it over when you arrived. Uh-huh. I don't mind telling you that I'm worried. A masked man riding into town in broad daylight. It's disgraceful, huh? Uh, somebody at the door. Uh, that must be Roger Manning. Don't forget, I wasn't sheriff this morning. Don't make a sound. Up with your hands. What the... Inside, huh? Sheriff, it's the masked man. Uh, get him. Oh. Keep him covered, Tonto. Get out of here fast now. That's right. Had the safe open. Yeah, this will be enough. There's $50,000 in that bag. We'll take your word for it. Adios, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Sheriff, get after him. Oh, get a posse together. Get that money back. Oh, You've got to capture that man. Lone Ranger and Tonto made good their escape. The posse that started after them lost the trail less than five miles from town. But when Ace returned, he appointed 20 new deputies to guard against another holdup. They roamed the main street throughout the next day and the following night. And yet, when morning came again... Sheriff! Morning, sir. He's done it again. What's that? The back window of McNamara's store is wide open. So is the safe. And it's empty. And the following morning... Closed place this morning, Sheriff. He took a thousand dollars. I'll get the polecat. You said that yesterday. The only trouble is he won't show up again. Oh, yes, he will. He left a note for you. Read it. Uh, to the sheriff. You can expect me at Gardner's store tomorrow night. My place? Boy, oh, the nerve of him. I'll have the store surrounded. I'll have 20 men there. 50. Careful, Ace. It might be a trick. I'll deputize every man in town. If he sets foot in it tonight, he'll never leave it alive. Is it so? Uh, just midnight. All right, boys. You got your orders. Saul and I are going to stay away in here in the store. Rest you spread out a little. Not too close, see? Keep undercover. Go on, then. Clear out. Uh, Roger may be right. That move may have been a trick. I don't think so. Shut the door. Uh, shall I lock it? No. We've set the trap. Let him walk into it. We, uh, we don't want the lamp, do we? Hey, wait a minute. I heard something behind the counter. One of the boys. You. What are you doing back there? I'm taking the money out of the safe. I, I never saw him before. You what? Who are you anyway? Who told you to do that? I, uh, this is what I came for. Hayes, I recognize his voice. Only he isn't wearing a mask tonight. Just a disguise, Tom. Who are you? Where are you covered? How'd you get in here? I walked in with your men. A good thing there were so many of them. You ducked down behind the counter and... Down the safe was open, right. I just stay right where you are. Don't make a move and don't raise your voice. You can't get away with this. As long as you're sheriff, it'll be easy. Adios, gentlemen. What a pleasure. I to make it. Yes, I've got the money here. Time for you to show up, Bob. Right. Hurry, before they get the posse rounded up. Get up there. Sorry, you ride back to camp and leave this money to the rest of us. You're a fine sheriff, eh? I 
We'd like to know anybody who could do better. Well, I'll tell you. Bob Dixon. He would have been fooled the way you were. That's oh, right. What? You admit it, sir? Yes, I admit it. I'd give every cent I got left if he were still wearing the badge. I heard that, so Don't be so generous. Bob, where did you come from, boy? Well, I got away from the masked man's camp. Just follow me and I'll lead you there. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Come on, men. Follow Bob Dixon. Follow me. Right over there by that rock is where you'll find the mud. Who's the best man? He's got away again. Oh, no, he hasn't. Here he comes through the woods. Don't any of you slap, Leather. That's the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger? Have you gone loco? Lone Ranger and outlaw? Yeah, he's no more of an outlaw than I am. Billy Silver, steady boy. That's the same hombre. He's the one that took the $50,000 from the bank. I admit it. But you have the money back now. There's no harm done, is there? Well, no, but if you're the Lone Ranger, what was the idea? The idea was to convince you, Saul, and everybody liked you, that you were wrong. You need Bob Dixon, and it doesn't make any difference where he comes from. It's time you forgot your prejudice because... because you're all Americans. You're all fighting toward a common goal. You've got to remember that united we stand, divided we fall. How about it, Saul? Have you changed your mind? I... You can bet I have, mass man. And so was everybody else who was talking the same way I did. That's all I wanted to hear. Come on, Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. You hear it? That blast. An explosion in the big one. Explosion like that means trouble. Trouble in the Black Hills generally means Drexel. On up, Toto, we're riding tonight. Steady, Scott. Take care. Tonight. Uh, It'll be an easy trail through these hills tonight. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.